How did you get onto the property ladder? Why did you move out? How did you tell your parents? Do you still miss your parents? Do you ever feel anxious? Do you ever feel lonely? And so much more. So in this podcast, I'm gonna be going through all of these different questions that so many of you asked me on Instagram about moving out. And I'm gonna be explaining my key lessons and my key learnings and why I think everybody should move out of their parents' house before they turn 30. So hey everyone, welcome back to the channel. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're an OG, thank you so much for always supporting me to create these videos for you every single week. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast on Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. So I moved out six months ago. And a lot of people are wondering why, Uh, where did I move? What am I gonna be doing? Um, So many questions, loads of people ask me. And I think that's because from the people that I know, it's a little bit unusual for girls to move out before they get married. Now, I know this isn't the same for a lot of people, but in my community, it is still seen as a bit of a taboo. And my parents were asked a lot of questions as to why she wanted to move out. I got calls from every single one of my family members, like three days after saying like, what's happened? Has something gone wrong? You know, why have you moved out? It's so weird. And I think that this idea of only moving out when you get married married has to be kind of banished now I know a lot of you may be thinking well I don't have that idea and that's never been put on me but for a lot of people I know that has happened and that's why I made this video to explain why I moved out why I think it's super important and six months on what are my key lessons what are my learnings do I have any regrets and I'm going to be explaining all of that so I'm going to start off with why I moved out so as a girl who is quite strong and I think has evolved as a person over time I've always been somebody who wants to do things differently. I've always been someone who wants to challenge myself. And I think that this idea that I should move from my dad's house to my husband's house is just totally flawed and totally wrong. I've seen this with all the women that I know within my community, apart from like a handful, maybe not even a handful, two people I know. And I think for me, it was very much that I didn't want to follow that path. I did not want to make sure that I stayed with my family until I got married because there's just so much I needed to learn about myself. There's so much independence that I needed to have and I wanted to be free. And I don't mean that in the sense that my parents locked and chained me up and they were really restrictive. They are not at all, they're very relaxed. They're very chill as parents. I've been able to invite my boyfriends over, never sleep over, but like if I had a boyfriend, I could tell my parents. They were never parents that told me I should lie. They were never parents that told me I couldn't go out. I mean, I'm a grandma, I never wanted to go out. 
But for me, there were just key things as to why I wanted to move. And the first one was, I just did not want to follow that path. I found it very restrictive. I find it really strange that we tell women that they shouldn't move out before they get married. Because a lot of the time, and a lot of the reasoning behind that is, you're going to get stuck in your ways. You're going to become too independent. You're not then going to find it hard to live with someone. And I think that as you get older, that narrative is even more forced on you because you're older, you're set in your ways, you know the things that you want. And that can sometimes be threatening for a man or for a family because if a strong woman is there, a lot of people don't like that. So for me, it was, I wanted to make sure I did that. And I'm gonna talk about why that's so powerful and so beneficial in so many other ways. But that was one of the reasons. The other reason was I was traveling into London every single day for work and I found it incredibly draining. I lived in Hertfordshire. And so there was a train that was quick, but you have to remember there's train timings, there's train delays, there was always some kind of faff. And so generally I was spending three hours a day traveling, an hour and a half there, an hour and a half back. And I just felt like it was a huge waste of time. I also was quite productive in that time in the sense that I uploaded TikToks and I uploaded shorts and I was writing captions and doing things like that. But I always used to feel really tired and drained. And if I didn't do those things, I would feel unproductive and therefore I'd feel awful. And so I just felt that moving out would really save me time. That was also a lie, I'm gonna talk about that in a minute because London is so big. But I thought that it would save me loads and loads and loads of time. So the first reason was I wanted to kind of have my own independence and freedom. The second one was time. And the third was I have been dreaming of living in central London my whole life. And I always thought of it as a huge accomplishment. I think a lot of people I know live at home with their parents until they get married. And therefore, for me, it was something that I want, that was something I wanted to achieve, if that makes sense. It was the fact that I felt that as a 29 year old, it was embarrassing that I was living with my parents. Now, this is a personal reflection. I just felt that I should be able to support myself. And I think a lot of my friends who are English, a lot of my friends don't have this mentality and they are kind of kicked out at the age of 18. And for a lot of Indian people, that's weird. You know, a lot of Indian parents don't ask their parents' uh, kids to pay rent. I didn't pay rent. A lot of people don't ask them to pay for bills. I didn't pay for bills. And so I just felt a bit spoiled. I was like, I feel like I'm just very, very spoiled and I want to just leave. I mean, I'm not spoiled as a person. My parents have never given me money. They don't pay for like everything. I would obviously pay for stuff at home. But the point is, is that when you don't pay for your rent and bills, I don't feel you're really an adult. You're just like a kid. And I just felt like I'm 29. I'm not a kid anymore and I want to have my own independence. So there was that. The other thing is around productivity. Now, when you're living at home, if any of you are watching this video and living at home, you'll know that there is always stuff to do, right? There's always things to do. There's always a conversation going on. There's always questions to be asked. Now, I was waking up at 5 a.m. and I felt that I had to wake up at that time because if I didn't, then if I woke up at seven when everyone else was waking up, there'd be like noise and chaos and someone would come in and ask me something and my mom would come in, my brother would come in, my dad would be like, can I use this? It was just very stressful. And so I just felt that I had to wake up super early and that was really annoying because then at seven o'clock I felt like all those questions were still coming in and I just would feel disturbed. When I was recording podcasts online, which I haven't done for a while, but when I was, I felt that there was always noise in the background and I had to be like, can everyone please be quiet? I need complete silence. And it was annoying also for my family. They never, that wasn't the reason I moved out by the way, but I'm just saying that it felt annoying to always ask. And so that was a, a big reason as well, is that I just thought I'd be hyper-productive if I moved out because I don't have to ever empty the dishwasher. I never have to put out the clothes. I never have to do any chores. And even though I have to do chores for myself right now, it is very, very, very different. It's for one person. And so it is just totally different. And I'm gonna go on to that in a minute. But the thing is, is that I thought that it would really improve my productivity, which I think it has. And I really just wanted to try it. You know, in terms of telling my parents, I'll come on to that, but, 
I really always told them that I'm just going to try living in London and now I don't think I'm ever going to move back. Sorry if they're watching this video. But I am basically really, really, really loving it and I do not regret it at all. There are some things I am going to be doing differently, but I think it is the best thing in the whole world. And one of the main reasons for that is that it is the time for me. I can be totally selfish. I can do whatever I want. I don't have to answer to anyone. I'm not responsible for anyone. I have literally no responsibility. And for the first time in my life, I feel that that is amazing because as a kid, I grew up in a family with nine people, nine people? Yeah, nine people. And there was responsibility from a young age. I was incredibly close to my grandma. I had a lot of responsibility looking after her. I'm still incredibly close to my grandparents and I do feel bad because I feel like I'm not able to see them as much because I'm not at home. But I also do feel that this is the first time I've never had to worry about things as much as I did living at home because naturally I would speak to my mom and dad at all points in the day. Now I speak to them maybe once or twice a day, but I obviously still do miss them and I see them all the time. And that was never the reason for moving out. The main reason was to have this time for me. And I would highly, highly, highly encourage you, if you are able to do it, then please do do it because there is never gonna be a time in your life where you have no responsibility ever, ever, ever again. This is the only time in my life that I don't have to worry about my parents. They're not super old. I don't have a husband. I don't have children. And at the moment, it's all about me. And for the first time, it's been about me. And I'm just really loving not having to care about anyone else on a daily basis, if that makes sense. So that was the main reason why I moved and to how I moved. So I do want to be really upfront and tell you all that I am not necessarily in a great financial position in the sense that I don't have thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds in savings so where I could just chuck it at a flat. So I had to be very realistic in terms of what I wanted, where I wanted and what I was going to do about the situation. Like I said, I have been somebody who hasn't really taken anything from my parents and one of the things that I didn't want to do was take money from them to buy a house. So I'm renting. I also didn't want to be in a situation where I was tied down to an area or tied down to a place because this is my first time living in London. I lived at home, obviously growing up. Then I went to university in Warwick. Then I lived in Nottingham and then I moved back at home. And just before COVID, I really, really, really wanted to move out. It was again, something that I always wanted to do, but I didn't because my mom was really unwell. And so I stayed at home. Then after that, unfortunately lots of people in my family got really unwell and I felt that it wasn't the right time to move and so it just kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and then last year as you all know I quit my job and I was no longer getting an income coming in I wasn't taking any money out of the business and I thought I don't want to be in a position where I'm drowning and so I'm going to stay at home and I'm going to start my business six months into starting the business I felt again that I could now move out I was taking a small amount of money from the business not a lot but I had my savings and I really am in a good relationship with my partner we're thinking about the next steps and I thought I would always regret not moving out if I didn't do it now I'd always regret it for the rest of my life and so even it even though it's not you know the ideal situation financially for me I push myself to do it now, I just want to explain here around that. I wanted to ideally live in central London, which is where I am living in West London. 
and the area was more important to me than the place. And the reason for that is I'm generally out and about all the time when podcasts and meetings, at workshops, I'm generally out of the house and I am somebody who is able to survive in a hellhole, basically, if I'm gonna be honest. I'm not living in a hellhole. But what I'm saying is that it wasn't important for me to have like an incredibly furnished, beautiful flat. Ideally, in an ideal world, I would love to be living in a in principal tower or be living in, you know, a furnished apartment or be living in like a self, what's that word? Um, when you've got a concierge, you know what I mean? Self-service apartment, yeah. I would love to be living in that. In like a high building, overlooking the views of London, that is the ideal. But in the situation I am right now, I had to decide, do I wanna move out and not maybe live in the best flat in the whole world or do I wanna have the experience? And I chose to have the experience. So I was basically looking at flats and I was looking on spare room for a really, really, really long time. This flat came up really randomly. It was on spare room. It was in the area that I wanted it in. And the reason I chose this area because it's close to the gym, it's close to the train station, it's got a good line. And it was also close for me to get home. So if I wanted to get home, I know I could. And I have been going home every single weekend, which is really annoying because there's always something going on. But I wanted to make sure that it matched that criteria and it did. Now I spoke to the lady on FaceTime on Thursday. So I'm living with somebody else. So it was a random person on spare room. I FaceTimed her on Thursday. I put the deposit down on Friday and I moved my stuff in on Saturday. It was that quick, that simple, and it was really, really risky. I was so scared, number one, that she was gonna steal my money. Number two, that this was gonna be like the worst flat in the whole world. And number three, am I gonna like it? And I really do remember when I was gonna move, I was so excited, I was ecstatic. But the day that I moved, I was really, really sad to say bye to my mum. I was in Westfield with her and I remember we were getting all my stuff and I just said to her, I don't wanna go, I don't wanna stay. And she was like, just come home. And I was like, no, mum, you're not meant to tell me that. And she was like, do you know what? The first day you do anything, it's horrible. She was like, the first day you do anything new, you're always gonna wanna go back to your old ways. And she was like, but you will start to like it and you will love it, and I did love it. And on the day that I, it was raining and it was so miserable, I remember lying in my bed being like, I'm gonna like it one day, and now I love it and I don't think I could ever go back. But that's why I really love my mum more than anything in the whole world is because even though, I'm gonna get emotional, even though she didn't want me to move, she knew that she kind of wanted it for me and she knew that I would be happy. And so she was saying to me that, you know, you're just gonna have to adjust to it for the first few weeks. And obviously she's always like come home, but she's also was pushing me and pushing me out of my comfort zone. And I really just love her for that. So I'm gonna move on to the next question, which is, how did you tell your parents? And how did you approach that conversation? I have another video around how to have difficult conversations, which I will put here. And that one, that framework I used with my parents to explain to them that I wasn't moving out because I hated them. I wasn't moving out because I was sick of them and they were constraining me. I was moving out for me and it was all those reasons I said at the start of this video. It's about having a little bit of time of just me. And I think my mum really was so happy that I was gonna have that because she didn't have that herself. So I think it's really important to use that framework in that video if you're having a difficult conversation, whether that's about moving out, whether that's a, a boyfriend, whether that's whatever it is, just have that structure to having that difficult conversation with your parents and I'm sure it will be okay if they understand. Going back to the spare room thing, I just wanna actually emphasize that it's not an ideal situation for me to be living with a random person. Um, I kind of didn't have a lot of friends that were single and were moving to London at that time. I had a couple of friends that were moving to London in later in the year, but I was like, I've waited so long to do this. I'm just gonna do it now. So I didn't wait for any of my friends and I didn't wanna live by myself. And I'm gonna be totally honest, I couldn't afford to live by myself. Living by yourself in central London is like three or four grand a month. It is so expensive to live in a decent place. 
and I was genuinely, I, I ideally wanted to live by myself if I could, but I couldn't afford to. So I had to make a decision that spare room was the only way I could go. I'm still actually paying a lot of money and I'm living in a basement flat, but it is a very nice basement flat and it's in a very nice area. And that was the most important thing for me because I wanted to make sure I felt safe. I wanted to make sure it was convenient. I wanted to make sure like all those things I mentioned, they were the most important things to me. And so I am actually very happy living there. Now I will say, there has been a little bit of difficulty because my flatmate is a smoker and so sometimes that can be really hard if she smokes in the garden because I feel like the smoke comes through. Also, we had a mice infestation last week. A lot of you asked me the funniest stories. We had a mice infestation and this was the first time I'd had that and I was like, oh my God, I ate it. And I felt like I had to stay in the flat for two days whilst we were clearing all that up just because I didn't want to go home and like bail. On the third day, I did go home because I was just like, I can't sleep. I, I physically cannot sleep if I think that there's something underneath my bed. And I was so paranoid. I didn't sleep for three days. I put my headphones in. It was a nightmare. But the mice are gone and it's fine and it's typical for London. But it was also like things like that you just don't have at home, you know. I live in the countryside almost. It's really not about that. I don't live in the countryside, but you know what I mean. I live in the, in the suburbs. I live in the suburbs, so we didn't really have anything like that. But anyway... That was like quite a funny realization. And look, it's not the most ideal place and it's not the most ideal situation, but for me, it's a stepping stone. I'm really proud of the fact that I'm able to afford to do this. And for me, it was something that I wanted to do for me. I don't think my family are super proud of the fact that I live in London. I think that they hate it. They want me to come home all the time. But for me, it's something I'm really proud of. It For me, it's something that I really love. And it's like I said, it's the time for me. It's like the only time I can be selfish and I'm just enjoying it. I think here is the really important thing. I had to really reason with myself and be like, you have to struggle a bit. And that's part of the story. The story is I was living in a basement flat. I was living in a situation where there's mice underneath my bed. I'm living in a situation where, you know, a lot of my clothes smell of smoke. I'm living in a situation that is not ideal. But one day, one day when I'm living in my serviced high floor ceiling apartment, I'll remember those days and I'll be really happy. And I think it's all about the journey. It's all about starting somewhere. And for me, it was about doing the hard thing now so that I could make sure I'm high prepared. I know where I don't want to be and I know where I do want to go. So I'm just going to wrap this up with some of the questions that you guys asked me. I Do I miss my family? Yes, all the time, but I see them all of the time. Suddenly dealing with opening the door to an empty house. Now, I am somebody who loves my alone time. I'm with people all day, whether that's in a meeting, whether that's in a podcast. I'm generally with people a lot of the time. And so I don't mind coming home to an empty house. I love it, if, I, if I'm honest. So I don't personally feel affected by that. And I never feel lonely because... One of the things that I've now started to do is work from um, a co-working space. I will say I was feeling lonely because I was generally spending all my time in the house and there were some weeks where I don't record a podcast, right? And those times I felt really lonely because I felt like I was totally by myself and I kind of felt a bit like, I'm not wearing any makeup, I'm just sitting in the house all day, every day. I'm not doing anything else. So one of the things that I do is try and see a friend one day in the week or my boyfriend, or I also make sure that now every single day I work from a co-working area and so I'm seeing people. I'm not talking to people, but I'm seeing people and I also feel a bit better because I have to dress up a little bit. So that's really helped me with the loneliness. How do you deal with the anxiety of not taking household chores you're used to? Okay, um, not sure what this means, but I'm just going to talk about it from a perspective of taking care of myself so there was one day where I either go late or I come back early from the co-working space because I have to do my washing I have to clean my bed sheets I have to make sure I'm prepping one of the key lessons I want to say this is so random I now no longer make my lunch and the reason for that is because it's so bloody expensive to cook for one person and I feel that it's too much effort in terms of packing carrying taking when I can just buy a meal deal for £3.50 so look I bought this meal deal for £3.50 this is not an ad but I just want to say this is a no dark hoisin wrap it's really good for protein 
protein bar and a kombucha for £3.50. Like, what? If I bought all that stuff, it's going to cost me more than that. Even if I did that five times a week, that is £17.50. That might, like, shopping to do make lunch for myself is more than that every single week. And so now I just don't buy lunch for myself. I think it's too much of a faff. And then I just come home and have a hot meal. I'm also going to start ordering Simmer. Because when I come home at 6.30... By the way, I leave home at 5.30, so I come home at 6.30... I'm like so tired and I can't be bothered to cook. So I'm going to order Simmer. Again, that's £5 a meal. So that's £25 a week to make sure I'm getting a good meal that's balanced with like protein, all this stuff. Again, not sponsored, but I think I'm just going to start buying them now because when they send it to me, I just feel my life is so much easier. And there's some days that I go out for dinner. There's some days I meet people. So I'm just going to buy that and from now on and just not really cook, which I know is not really ideal for this video because I should be saying I should be cooking all the time. Or should I? I don't know. At the start of it, I was like, I'm enjoying cooking. Now I'm like, I don't have time for it and I'd rather be working than cooking so sorry outsource job um funny or memorable experience from living alone the mice infestation it was a total nightmare I'll talk about that in another video because it's getting too long now but yeah total nightmare I've never not slept for two days in a row it was torture but anyway in another video how it's changed my relationship with my family now I think my relationship with my family is significantly better. We never argue. We never have difficult conversations. I'm not living with them anymore. When I see them, it's all very nice. I see them every single weekend. My mom's very happy to see me all the time. And I just feel that it's just so much nicer because I have a much stronger bond with them because we're having meaningful conversations. We're having intentional conversations and we're not just passing each other by. Does that make sense? So I do think it strengthened it a lot. How to get on the property ladder. Now, this is going to be my last one. I'm not really sure how to get on the property ladder because in this country it's so hard to do that and I've quit my job so I don't know how long I'll have a steady income coming in so unfortunately I can't give you the answer to that question but I would say you should rent before you buy and that's because you need to test the area you need to test where you want to live and that's what I've done and now I know I definitely love this area and I want to live here forever but let's say I hated it I wouldn't have a way out okay summary now I'm going to tell you just really key things random things that I didn't know that I was going to be able to do I never knew that I could go and get a coffee and then just browse and never call anyone and tell them where I am. That is a really momentous time when I went to go get a coffee and I just strolled along the street for about an hour and a half and I didn't have to tell anyone. So that for me has been a real game changer in the sense that I never have to call anyone. I never have to do anything. If I want to eat Nutella at toast at 3am in the morning, I can. I don't, but... Do you know what I mean? I can go for a coffee, go for a stroll, and I don't have to tell anyone where I am. And I think that freedom is just amazing. Weirdly, I do a skincare routine every morning and every evening very weirdly and I do think that is because I'm no longer traveling for an hour and a half so when I get home I'm not so tired that I just go to bed with my makeup on I did that for years I did that for so long and now sometimes I do treat myself and do that I call it a treat but there are times like almost every day I do a skincare routine and I put my serum on I put my cream on and I just feel much nicer so I love that I also really really love washing up for one and not doing the dishwasher and not having to worry about all those millions of household chores. I live in a flat, it's tiny. I can do the Hoover every day. It will take me under 10 minutes. Honestly, it's very easy to do the Hoover. Doing the Hoover at home takes like three hours, okay? It's a very different situation and I just love the fact that I can do the Hoover in under 10 minutes and I feel like I'm so organized. I feel like I'm so clean. I feel like I'm so, you know, domesticated because I can do all the chores that I did at home, but just so much quicker. And I really, really, really love that. I really love this time of being alone. I sometimes FaceTime my friends and they're just so hectic with their kids. And I sometimes FaceTime my other friends and they're like, oh, I need to make this for my husband or like, oh, my, my wife is doing this. So we need to coordinate. I'm just like, wow, I don't have to deal with any of that stuff at the moment. It's just all about having that time for me and I know I've said this a million times in the video but it's just because I never had it before and so it's just really empowering and really nice to 
not have so many different things going on you can just focus on one thing whilst i said traveling still wasn't kind of gone london is so big i thought i'd be able to get everywhere in 10 20 minutes it's so big so it still takes me about an hour to get to my studio and an hour to get back but I also love that I can walk to the gym every day, I can walk to my co-working space, I can basically go for a run in Hyde Park, which honestly makes me the happiest person in the whole world. I would dream about going for a run in Hyde Park and not having to carry a million bags and not having to take so many things because I don't have to bring everything from home. And I just think this whole experience has been really amazing for me. And I know that it is hard to move out. I, like I said, I'm not in the best position where I'm just like living in the most amazing area and doing the most amazing thing. but. For me, I've hit my goal. We don't all have to follow one path. We don't all have to follow what everyone's done for you. Like you may be watching this video and thinking that's definitely not for me and I couldn't do that. And that's okay. I think everyone has different journeys and different paths. But for me, having this independence has really been important. And when I have kids, I think I would encourage them to move out as soon as possible because there is nothing like having this time for yourself. There's nothing like living in the heart of a city and there's nothing about like the energy is just so fun and it's so nice and I just feel like I've met so many more people because I'm no longer in a rush to get the last train or I'm no longer worried about asking someone to pick me up from the station. I just have full autonomy and I just really, really love that. So I hope you found this video helpful. If you did, I'd really appreciate it if you give it a thumbs up and I hope to see you all very soon in my next video. Have a great morning, afternoon or evening and I will see you next week.